Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Beyond Grades podcast, your source for good news in education. I want my, my, my classroom to be a room where when kids enter it, they look around and wander and they literally say like, wow, big smiles on their faces. You know, this is a place where I want to enter. I want to explore. I want to be here. I want to stay here. I want to learn here. When you walk into Connie Williams's classroom at Northville Elementary School in New Milford, Connecticut, you enter a rainforest. Like the closet into Narnia, her rustic wooden wallpaper door leads to a magical world. Vines and plants trail the ceiling. Green is strewn throughout the setup. Wallpaper hides the brick school building walls and emerald seat covers hug each of the 18 chairs where her students sit. Checkered rugs, bright calendars, strings of clothespins awaiting the work of students, and each table is set for six with colorful name assignments and a bucket of crayons. I went to the same school where Connie teaches. I never had her, but I knew of her. I forget the names of some of my own primary school teachers, but I still remember Mrs. Williams. Every second grader wanted to call that classroom homeroom. She was like the Martha Stewart of Northville Elementary School. As students have been returning back to school these past few weeks, I've scrolled upon several TikToks where teachers were giving classroom tours showing off their decorations. Their classrooms looked so amazing, I was thinking about how much that must make a difference in a student's day-to-day. Having an environment like that. It brought me back to my own memories of Connie Williams, and I thought she would be the best person to speak to this. Hi, Gabby. This is Connie Williams. I'm entering my 23rd year of teaching. Um, All of those years, I've taught second grade, and I've taught all of them at Northville Elementary School. This is a second career for me. My first career was in social work. So my original college degree was in social work, and I worked for um, the court systems with juvenile delinquents for a few years before I started my family and, um, and then began my teaching career after that. Like many other educators do, Connie decided she wanted to become a teacher after being inspired by one. Actually, I was inspired by a teacher in 1993. We were living in Leesburg, Virginia at the time, and one of my daughters was in second grade. And she had this amazing teacher. Her name was Diane Dennis, and she um, just really engaged students in their education. My daughter loved going to school every day, looked forward to it. And so I began volunteering in her classroom. And she always put me at a back table working with small groups of children. And I was just always amazed at um, the level of engagement. These kids really wanted to um, do their best. They were always engaged in the learning process. She made learning fun for them. Uh, But at the same time, they were always learning a lot. So I found myself in her classroom working with kids, but also listening to her because I felt like I was mesmerized by her teaching as well. And it was after working with her that year that I realized that one day I wanted to go back to school and become a teacher. And I was a grown adult. I was a mom at the time with three kids. Um, But I knew that that was going to be my path. um, And that's what I ended up doing. So uh, we moved to um, Connecticut in 1995. And I went back to school and got my um, teaching certification and my master's in reading at that time. 
When she became a teacher, she thought about what kind of place she wanted to create for her students. Um, I want my classroom to be a warm, welcoming environment for my students. If you really think about it, my kids spend about seven hours of each day, five days a week in that classroom. And I myself spend nine to 10 hours most days. So first and foremost, I want it to be um, visually beautiful and inviting, but I also want it to be warm and cozy. I want it to be a place where we want to spend some time. And um, I want it to stir excitement for kids. So I think it's really important that it looks inviting, but also looks exciting and has opportunities um, and and places inside the classroom where kids um, are going to explore and be curious about what's here and why is it here. Um, and I also think that kids in some ways really take pride in their space and in their classroom. And so when other kids come by and stop and take a peek in or comment on it, um, I think that's, um, that's really a, a, a wonderful thing. Connie says she's noticed that it's not just the students who get excited by the decor, but parents too when they come in for open house. And I have to say that um, on open house days, I always, it's always amazing to hear the parents' reaction as well. You know, over the years, almost every year, I have a parent who says, um, usually a dad actually, who says something like, I wish I was a second grader again, or, you know, if my classroom looked like this when I was a kid, when I went through second grade, I would have loved to come to school. According to Connie, there is more purpose to her decorations. And um, I guess I would have to say second, um, after I want it to be a warm and welcoming environment, is that I want my classroom to be a beautiful backdrop for all student work. So whether it's project oriented and we're doing some water coloring or some project based artwork with a theme we're working in, or whether it's a writing assignment or even, um, you know, so a math project maybe. It's usually tied to that theme. And so I want the backdrop to be there. So, um, you know, the kids, um, kids projects, um, their work really shines. For teachers, a new school year represents a new beginning. They can wipe their slate clean like they are wiping a whiteboard clean. At the end of the year, they say goodbye to that year of students, that year of supplies, mistakes, regrets, in that classroom that witnessed it all. Or at least the decor and the theme. Like anyone in any milestone marking resolution, teachers like Connie claim their past and embrace a change. And the best way to do that in any situation is a new makeover. For Connie's classrooms, a new makeover looks like a new theme. A new magical space where she and the kids will learn for the rest of the year. Let's see, what is my favorite kind of decoration? So typically, like, I always make sure my classroom is decorated beautifully. So I think about, like, a color scheme. I love to have a lot of greenery in my classroom. I use area rugs. Um, last year, I had, like, a buff black and white buffalo check theme. So uh, that ran around bulletin boards and also had area rugs, like I said. And um, I also want to make sure that my classroom is decorated um, in a way that 
like I said before, kind of engages them to and um, to come in to move into certain areas. So there might be a reading area and the writing area. So aside from the fact that those writing areas have all the supplies necessary to write a, uh, to write a book, I also want it to be um, decorated in a way that um, helps them and makes it cozy so that it can sit and really spend a lot of time thinking and planning and, you know, doing their, their writing work, for example. So that's really important. And then I guess the step beyond just the plain decorations that make it a cozy, warm, inviting place, color schemes, all of those things. So over the years, I've done um, like a Wild West theme. I purchased wallpaper that looked like wood and created fencing using um, refrigerator, like cardboard refrigerator boxes. I actually had somebody donate wagon wheels, like wooden wagon wheels for the decoration. We even created pretend horses out of saw horses. Um, I've had a beach and seashore theme using that same wood-like wallpaper. We created a boardwalk. We had wood piling, so it looked like you were on a dock. Um, we hung sea seagulls from the ceiling. We had netting with plastic fish. Um, I've also had a jungle rainforest theme. We've had safari themes where kids brought in different stuffed animals uh, to create like the safari environment. And then the kids would, we do little projects where they'd use toilet paper rolls to make little binoculars. They would hang from their seats. So all of these different things kind of come together to create that excitement for what we're learning about. And, uh, you know, to just um, comment too on the theme, the theme isn't just for that excitement, it's for the excitement of what we're about to learn about. So typically, like in the in one of these theme units, we would always relate it to a unit of study. So possibly a nonfiction unit, if we're learning about the jungle and rainforest, that nonfiction unit might be focused on um, a rainforest theme, like learning all about the animals that live in the rainforest and um, so on and so forth. Um, I, my favorite decoration I've done has to be the medieval theme. I did that for many years, and um, I actually had a colleague whose father uh, found an eight-foot metal um, like suit of armor, like a knight, um, and so and it was in it was kind of falling apart. He took it, he welded pieces of it, and donated it to my classroom. So for many years, I had this you know, gigantic knight guarding my classroom door. Um, I had blow up dragons. And of course, that's a great way to capture second graders. Then they walk in um, to my classroom at the beginning of the school year and they see blow up dragons and they see um, this giant knight of armor. So um, it was a wonderful unit. Uh, we did all of our um, academic um, lessons around this theme of the medieval times. And I want my, my, my classroom to be a room where when kids enter it, they look around and wander and they literally say like, wow, big smiles on their faces. You know, this is a place where I want to enter. I want to explore. I want to be here. I want to stay here. I want to learn here. Thanks for listening. 
This podcast is sponsored by the School Comms Lab, an inclusive professional development community for school communicators and administrators committed to leveling up their marketing, PR, and digital media skills. Learn more at www.schoolcomslab.com.